What happens when you completely run out of ideas? Well, you suck it all into a black hole and start over. I wanted to do that on this podcast, but Matt said that somehow human beings can't survive getting sucked into a singularity. So welcome to this very fortnighty and regular bowl of dude soup. That's you got to go negative on Fortnite and you got to go negative on Matt. That's the one thing the audience well, people loves. People love Matt. No, they love Matt though, or they love to. I, okay, this po- this podcast is no longer about Fortnite. No, it's fine. not about how everyone hates Matt. Matt. We're all just pointing at someone else. The least popular member of Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Peek is in there. Everyone say one good thing about Matt Peek. Oh, one. Uh, my one thing is it makes it really difficult to only say one good thing. <laughs> He's environmentally responsible. Hmm. Perhaps too much. Yes. Uh, he is so caring that he lets me frequently take advantage of him. He's willing to hold me with his shirt off. He hasn't done it, but I know he's willing. It's very warm. If I were to ask, he'd do it. It'd be like the computer in Mega Man 3. His hair would like grow over you and then start like pulling on your skin and stuff. But you'd like it. It'd be the good version of that. Just like that. You say Mega Man 3? Did I say that? Superman 3. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We know where his priorities are. I was like, that must have been the secret ending that I didn't get to. I ran out of the... I was watching Superman 3 at a friend's house. And when that happened, I was like, this is terrifying. And I got up and I ran out of the house and ran all the way home. (laughs) (laughs) And then played Mega Man 3. The better three. (laughs) If you think about it, Uh, we're talking about Fortnite chapter two briefly today, and then we're going to go on to some other things. We're going to one thing I find interesting is how Fortnite frequently finds a way to outdo itself. Mm -hmm. The escalation problems like Dragon Ball Z. Goku just blew up a planet. Well, what's next? We're going to find that out today. Yeah, that's right. We're going to brainstorm and come up with Fortnite's next big seasonal event because they got to outdo themselves. Uh, I'm I'm Lawrence. I'm your host. I'm joined by Elise, James and Adam. Hello. Hello. Thank you all for bringing our minds together and out thinking that that dastardly Tim Sweeney and all of his dumb Fortnite ideas. Uh, all of these hot ideas are sponsored by three very fine sponsors, Mint Mobile, Upstart, and Squarespace. You can cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com dude. Uh, you can go to upstart.com dude to find out how low your upstart rate is. And if you go to squarespace.com slash dude soup, you can save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, oh, yeah, I was trying to get rooster.tv, but... That costs like over a thousand dollars. So, It'll never if make only it there were a company that could afford something like that, we'll never make it back. And that brings it back to Epic, the company we're talking about today. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we are. So, yes, Jim Cameron's Fortnite's. It's two. Fortnite two. Did you ever think they would do it? Except they put a chapter. It's there. chapter two. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is kind of, I guess, this is. Part of me was kind of disappointed that we were in this age of service games because mm-hmm. there's really no sequels. They just get patched forever. Sure. I think this is the closest we get to like a reboot or mm-hmm. a restart or a sequel. I haven't, I've only like dabbled in the Fortnite world. Is there a story or lore yeah. or anything so, now? There's a bunch of survivors and there's a storm that comes in and it drops not zombies, but undead creatures. And you have to build forts uh-huh. and cover them with traps. To keep the cre- to fight off waves and waves save of the, the creatures okay. and save the world. One What's the story in time. battle royale mode? I'm sorry, a what mode? Is battle that new? It's a no, new mode. Fortnite. That's We're for chapter about two. Fortnite. Oh, okay, pardon me. Where you build forts? I don't know oh. what that story. I'm only familiar with the Fortnite story. <laughs> I guess this was probably the most climactic thing they could do to introduce a new chapter. Hundred percent. I mean, it's take the game down. It's wild because shutting the game down for any amount of time costs them material money. They make so much money per day, mm-hmm. so you can put it up on a chalkboard how much money this cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a there was an interesting Twitter thread by Matthew Ball who uh, let me see if oh wait we don't have we don't have the feed whatever it doesn't matter. Uh, basically, like did a, some preliminary analysis about how smart 
the way that Epic ran all of this was. Basically, uh, the the them updating to Chapter 2 necessitated downtime in the game. Mm-hmm. Typically, the way that happens in any online game is that you just warn people, you put up a tweet, blog post, whatever, saying, oh, we're going to have some downtime, server's going to be down. And uh, you just let everyone know, and then they try to log in, and they your customer support is flooded with tickets. Instead, Epic made it an event. They mm-hmm. put a, a story around it, a wrapper. Typically, also, downtime is done like off-peak hours in the middle of the night. This was done in the middle of a Sunday, so mm-hmm. they found a way to turn necessary downtime and updating into an event that also drew even more attention to their game, getting headlines on CNN and New York Times and podcasts on the Funhouse YouTube channel. I know, they made it all the way to the top. Uh, so, man, it's ridiculous that they bought themselves two days of downtime to update an ongoing service game, but also had people staring at a black hole on Twitch and on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, because did you see much outcry or dissent No, people about loved it? it. Yeah. Well, it's it, there was like a pervasive sense of theming to their Twitter account. They hid all of their tweets, mm-hmm. and it was just the one pin tweet of the black hole. They even have a public-facing Trello board where they show all of the, uh, the mm-hmm. things they're working on. They wiped all that away, and it was a black hole too. Mm-hmm. The Trello board became a black hole. Mm-hmm. So the the coordination and like the the complete lack of any communication during that event, I think, created an awesome sense of mystery. That mm-hmm. so yeah. they ever since Drake and and Ninja, <laughs> everyone every other company has tried to figure out how to do these events that Fortnite seems to continually do. Well, think about where this came from, which like the other equivalent of this from maybe if you even go back ten years ago is announcement of a new game, billboards, marketing, commercials, E3 trailer for new game, all kinds of stuff. Which are months leading up to. Shipping out of boxes and boxes of discs with the new game on it, and then you get the new game, you put it in your console, it still has to do an update anyway, and and then you try and log in and the servers are flooded because they've never been able to test something like this truly to this scale before. And then so everyone's pissed off and upset and then ultimately a week passes and then it's like, okay, well now the new game's out there. It's like, if you think about this as Fortnite 2, which it, I guess, kind of could be, that's hugely impressive. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. sa- it probably, it, for what it cost them in that two days of downtime, probably saved them. Someone made a PowerPoint that was like, this is what will happen if we try and release a new game. This is how much it will cost us to do that and how much we'll make as a result. What if, and then pose this other scenario, we just remove this income for two days. That's all the time we need to change it, to drop in as much as we need to, to make the game obviously new and different. And then we just, then we just keep rolling. Yeah. I can imagine if you're a streamer that's, and you stream exclusively Fortnite, you know, that's two days where like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're yeah. Not, you're not making bank. Gosh, that's true. Cause, cause yeah, the um, way that they did it also gave a little, a little momentum to all the people who make content around it. But, and aren't they all going to just chatting anyway, but I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so they're like, here's a black hole. Talk about it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. But it's still something to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in that vein too, they also didn't release patch notes for chapter two. Usually they do. Oh, yeah. So they get a discrete list of everything that's new. This is just like, we updated it. Go explore. Mm-hmm. So it feeds the YouTube Twitch cycle so much. I'm wondering if this is just one giant, like, F up. Like, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't supposed to do this and they mess it up and they, they're just doing an oops all berries. Release the brag black hole. Yeah. <laughs> or they're it's like, a big lever that's <laughs> yeah. someone slaved away putting all these patch notes together and then like, they got, you know, they got deleted or something. Someone went, send, oops. Yeah, and it was the, cable. The, yeah, they and hit that's the del- what fires a black hole yeah. into the world. Well, no, they said, well, what can we do to make up for this? They're like, we could try this black hole thing that we're saving for another event. And then they, they turned it into this whole thing of like, yes, we meant to do all this. Mm. We are brilliant. Yeah. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but did 
they they gave some of the big streamers notice there was a big event happening, right? It did leak out, but I don't know exactly how. Uh, so yeah, I I didn't follow like I wasn't. I knew that there were rumblings that something was coming. Yeah, and that could have been intentional leaks. It could have been unintentional leaks because they were all online streaming, mm-hmm. like basically when it happened. Yeah, there there was some heads up. I I have to. I think that day, people knew that something was going down. Uh, but yeah, that that part of the narrative, sadly, I'm a little fuzzy on because I was. What was I? I, was, I think I was just grinding away in Destiny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, thank you. I'll take my other yeah, clicking yeah. heads until I die game. Uh, this thing that's now free to play for some reason. Yeah, no, it, it's great. Re- really, like there are things to be mad about in gaming right now. Mm-hmm. And I say this a lot, but God, as the years go by, it gets more and more true. There's so many good things right now mm-hmm. and so many good things coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so exciting. I was just wondering, we were talking about this at lunch the other day, but like with Destiny, not that we have to talk about Destiny, but I thought it was really interesting with like, it's now free to play and they have a lot of stuff. It's sort of just really throwing some in the deep end, but they tried to mitigate that as much as possible and be like, no, it's fine. Everything starts at 750. You're like, what's 750? Don't worry about the number. It's a big number. But like, <laughs> imagine like playing a sport or something and they're like, you start at 750. What? Is that a good number? No, you're all at 750. Yeah, no, it's bad. So why don't you make it zero? It's like a credit seven, score. Oh, it's because people have been playing football <laughs> okay, yeah, for four but, years. But it, but it can't go below 750. Yeah. So, because the people that work to get to seven fifty would be like, "What the you fuck?" You can't invalidate their accomplishment. Yeah. I, I, it reminds me of like Call, I feel pretty invalidated <laughs> to be honest with you. So, like Call, Call of Duty was it the first Modern Warfare or maybe I guess yeah yeah when you they did the online it was like you got five points per kill right and they're like ten oh. and like that and then they started like well I had a zero at the end you get fifty oh five hundred it's just numerology is like, fascinating it's just giant numbers that mean nothing where yeah. it's like but a thousand would be too much yeah someone figured well, out. So it's 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 funny because uh, as a man of culture, I play Final Fantasy fourteen, which yes. is a game with huge numbers, big numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a problem because it became hard to visually parse. So what they did is they basically just made the last three digits really small. Okay. So it's still fifteen thousand. It's just a big fifteen, and then just a tiny zero zero zero. Mm. Nice. So it's like numerology gets w- ridiculous when mm-hmm. it comes to games because obviously uh. it's all made up and none of it matters. Yeah. But uh, people like seeing certain numbers and they like seeing bigger numbers. Yeah. Until they're too big. I, I, just, thought, I just thought it was always funny. That it's like seven fifty. Is that a good number? <laughs> no, it's it's zero. You guys, it's you guys zero. remember if you get uh, seven thousand seven hundred seventy seven hit points in Final Fantasy seven, then you do that damage every single time, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> That's so much damage. That's a lot of damage. But then you play Final Fantasy fourteen or Final Fantasy thirteen, and it's like you start the game, you fight the first boss, you just you don't even hit attack, yeah. you just tell it to attack, and then lightning does like fifty five thousand, fifty five thousand, fifty seven thousand hit 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 hit. hit, hit. It's like when we played D anD D. It was like you do one damage, like oh, that's not good. No, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> one oh, yeah. is good. He's almost dead. Yeah, he only has ten health points. They're yeah. like. But I have 15. <laughs> this is such a weird aside. I remember going from Final Fantasy, big numbers, big, huge numbers, mm-hmm. to playing Baldur's Gate on PC, mm-hmm. where I rolled a wizard and I had eight hit points. I was like, wow, that's not many. And I got in one fight, a guy stabbed me for six. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. Because it was supposed to be like a yeah. rule set that mimicked real life. And if you're a wizard wearing a little robe and have a book and uh-huh. a knife goes into you, yeah. <laughs> you're pretty close to how much, how much? How many hit points do you think we at the table have? I've thought a lot about that. Well, I mean, it's a scaling number. Elise, I think Elise you have is weird. It. Elise has like poison. I can, if you just look at Elise, <laughs> no matter what her hit points is, just watch her long enough, and then you'll see a minus one tick, <laughs> just like for her existing. <laughs> oh no! Well, you you need to know, you need to establish what damage numbers mm-hmm. are before you can infer hit points. So yeah. true. Elise, if you got hit by a car, how many hit points would you lose? 
all of them. I almost, I almost got hit Depends. by a car. Well, it's today. tough because there's a likelihood that I would get hit by the car and then dragged by. It. <laughs> <laughs> but then they would also that's sue damage you. over time. Yeah, yeah, I would somehow be held responsible. <laughs> yeah, your corpse would be. The, yeah, the hitting. Uh, man, this is tough. Like, I guess we have to figure out how we would all realistically like like. Well, you can take the world into account, right? So, like, huh. you know, this isn't a world where someone's going to hit us with a lightning bolt. So okay. you don't have to is worry there, about that. Most likely points? someone's going to either punch us or in America shoot us. It'd be easier so, to establish like what the max hit point a human being possibly? could have is. Oh, yeah. I don't know that you could ever well, establish a max. I, I say Rasput- max. Let's say out of 100. And, when, gonna, you're, a and when you're at human. zero, are you dead or are you like just knocked down until someone you know picks you up? Oh, unconscious. So when you sleep, okay. your hit points go to zero? I don't know. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. like your heart's still beating. You though. could take a punch, right? Mm-hmm. I could probably take infinite punches to my arm yeah. I'm not going to go down that. well that's because I you mean, have regen shock. that's yeah. because you have regen Damn, all human right. beings have regen okay. so you are doing you're doing it's like 0.2 hp you're doing yeah, minus back. 1 minus 1 minus 1 but then it goes plus 5 minus 1 minus 1 minus 1 plus 5 so then you are net positive I James is absolutely right uh there's it's it's weird because like having done like boxing and MMA and stuff like you there are certain hits you can take all day yeah, and that's yeah. well you shouldn't because it actually damages you over time yeah, yeah. the goal of being a boxer is to be a boxer for longer than a year but mm-hmm. anyway uh there are certain hits too that also like you can feel your hit part hit point bar going down yeah yeah um those are the rough ones when it actually like rattles and your body has that freak out of like well, i just died a little bit when a boxer gets hit in the stomach and then he goes like that and then just takes a knee no 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 that was zero I'm i zero. wager i get hit by a clay pot i'm dead That's really fair. yeah okay I, don't I mean, I don't like say body shot I have a or? soft if, skull. If we're going based off the wizard at eight, fragile old wizard, uh-huh. I would say we're all probably stronger than a fragile old wizard. A D and D wizard, yeah, level one. Probably. Like, yeah, we were Baldur's Gate example. I would, yeah, I would say that that's the equivalent of like a twenty-two year old who's done no sport in their life, uh-huh. and then you just give them a dictionary and send them into the world. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's not going to go well. It's, so, it's weird. I would put us all between fifteen and twenty-five. It's weird how you can get injured. Like one of my friends. <laughs> She nodding sagely. She got a Sorry. concussion once when we were playing volleyball just because she hit her head on the sand. Mm-hmm. That's, but if she I mean, landed hard. She landed hard. And yeah. you whip it in there. Yeah. And she whipped it. But mm. like when you think about it, you're like, well, she just hit the sand. It's t- yeah, but you that's, think those are status soft, effects, though. Always. That's different than damage. <laughs> that's a status effect. You can be cast with confusion, mm. but it doesn't necessarily d- affect your hit points. Does stamina affect your hit points, too? Yes. Because if stamina goes low enough, then yeah. you start losing hit points. I, mm-hmm. I would say that's probably one of the more realistic things in games where you have a stamina bar, except like a Dark Souls thing where if you just stay still, it refills all the way up. In reality, it would go... <sighs> like, you keep going back. Because you'd be like, okay, hold... <laughs> Hold, I'm, I got no. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So just collapsing the ground, heaving. It's yeah. almost as though games were designed to mimic natural human oh. perception uh, of well, life. Well, what's weird to me is, and and this is utterly simplistic, but a lot of RPGs are just they're just like turn-based D and D, but taking the turns away. Oh yeah. Or the turns are so fast that it's frames instead of turns. But yeah, it's all meant to mimic real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's gone through a really weird process of being incorporated into a computer and then re-expressed back out. And then all RPGs are just essentially the dungeon master tries to pre-program as much stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's basically doing a pen and paper thing, except the dungeon master is just a stack of if-then statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you go in the dungeon? No. Okay, use this stack of paper. All right, now what? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Fortnite. I don't know. <laughs> let's see. Let's see a dungeon master try getting away with playing, throwing a black hole down yeah. on your four-year-long. 
campaign that you've been playing with your bros every week. Mm -hmm. Actually, that yeah, that's a that's a pretty good tactic though. There's a black hole. We're I just, starting. Over. I asked initially if there's a story because I watched the trailer and it's like it's. It's sort of weird where, you know, when games have lore and you're watching a trailer, you have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. So when a character is like touching the water and be like, what's going on here? And you're like, is this, are these, is someone to be like, it's eight ball face, my favorite character. <laughs> so I was actually curious he made about it. That. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to, because I know there have been live events leading up to this. This is obviously the biggest and most cataclysmic, but I did look up a list of world of, or live events. Mm. There is a narrative implied among them, but maybe I'm looking at the wrong Wikipedia page because it sure doesn't really go into the weeds on it. Yeah, what, did, what are they? In the universe, did something trigger the black hole? We don't know yet. Kind of. No. There, there, was, uh, there was a sin. String, yeah, it was actually. All your sin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Xanarkind inside of that black hole the whole time? <laughs> it was just a reflection of me yeah. or something. Uh, oh, yeah. how did, then how did that one guy go back and forth? He was in both realms. I'm not oh, real. Uh, yeah, what's he doing? He almost, he couldn't go into the dream realm Remember, he tried to go into that portal and almost whisked away, and that but he, was the big. He's the twist. one who found Titus in the original, in the huh? beginning of the game. Yeah, in the past, when it goes into the future, then they're in the dream of the. Talk faith. about Fortnite. Okay, <laughs> you nerds. So yeah, I'll do my best to try to try to paraphrase the the live events. It's possible that there is a narrative behind them that this web page does not en encapsulate, but there was a meteor event in season three. Uh, that hit the map, destroyed Tilted Towers. All right, I remember that. Uh, Not the Dusty Depot. Yeah, the Dusty <laughs> Depot became the Dusty Divot. It did. It's funny how they gave everything a Looney Tunes name, and uh, then they try and do serious stuff. Uh, and they're like, "Prepare, gamers." Wait, is that? Were you joking? The Sloppy Dusty sewers is going to get it. No, that's, that's very real. So, like, that's really cool that like they have this fixed map yeah. and they have these events, and it mm. actually like it changes, changes parts the terrain. Yeah, it's the really neat. It's great. It's G. I honestly yeah. think it is. Genius, mm -hmm. and I love it. it really well, is. I just wish I played Fortnite we, or enjoyed it at all. We talked a little bit about it. At the I don't know if it's made into the episode or not, Lawrence. But on Inside Game, we talked about how like League of Legends only has one map, and yeah, they, they try they try other maps. Or like people and like they have their ARAM map and stuff like that. And like Counter Strike, people just like the one map, and typically like people like the one map. I I thought the battle royale thing sort of figured out in an interesting way. They go, all right, you get one map. And the map may change here and there, but it's so big you may not even notice. Mm -hmm. And if you do notice, it's it's actually they made it interesting as opposed to people flipping on like, great, I have to relearn a whole, whole new map. They add lore and like interesting tidbits to it. Well, with a game with like a MOBA, the big catch is that you have to I mean, you have to try and balance the characters into the giant paper, rock, scissors game that is. And then when you add a new character every single month, now you have a paper, rock, scissors game that has to be balanced across. 70 characters smite i was like smite has a new character announced it's like how many is that now <laughs> but um so you have to manage that but then the other the other constant is the map is also one of the mm. things you have to balance with yeah so if you change the map like in a moba now all those characters that can say leap over wall like or, or junglers or whatever like now their meta changes entirely the good thing about a battle royale is that everyone starts as a husk mannequin yeah you know like mm -hmm. eight ball face is the same as <laughs> you know sloppy night they're all the same <laughs> and it's just a skin so it doesn't really matter well there's so much randomness and volatility injected into the game that on a per player basis it's really hard to see the differences mm -hmm. that that happens like in League of Legends, yeah, if a character hops over a wall that didn't used to be there and kills you, mm -hmm. you die because of that change. Yeah. But in Fortnite, good God, you can go into a new area of the map 
And sure, that can have an effect, but mm-hmm. it's it's down to what loot people get, when they find you, how they find you, what you're mm-hmm. doing when they find you. There's so many factors that make it so hard to pin it down to any change that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there, there are people who sink enough time into the game to be able to dissect all that stuff. You can blow up gas stations now with eight ball face yeah. and crab man. <laughs> so yeah, there's some the new changes. Yep, you can blow up gas stations according to the the trailer. It's got metals. For leveling up. Didn't, oh. oh, for leveling? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Like, you get in, in, you get in like trash cans and stuff. Oh, not. Really so it's like or? it's like a metal that pops up on the screen if you harvest it. Oh, stuff. metals. Oh, metals. I, I would not think it was, I thought it was like that hard you can to find smash those cars. Nah, yeah. these are like metals that like no. level up your profile or whatever. Oh, never mind. Something you would wear. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. I just thought that I read somewhere. I, maybe they were joking that you could find them in, in trash cans in the game, like these metals. I don't know. For all I know, you can. It's got fishing. Yeah, and you have to find the fishing rod. It's so crazy. There's yeah, so much so. in this game, and I'm like, when does this take place? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I drop in and then die immediately to <laughs> well, someone and, who and hits like, me with a green shotgun. You fish, you fish, and then you eat the fish, and it gives you health. Right? Yes, or you can fish up loot. And I don't think I don't think you're like you just get a fishing rod. I think you have to go like locate one like you would any weapon mm-hmm. in the game. I mean, yeah. right? that's true. Yeah, but it's just weird. I get that battle uh, again. Don't play Fortnite, so I don't know the pace of the game or anything other than the few times I've played it where, again, I drop in and then immediately get killed by someone with a green, glowing green shotgun. Yep. Um, but it's so weird, the idea of like, oh, I found a fishing rod. Let's find a watering hole, sit there while I try and dredge stuff up from the bottom of this lake or whatever. I mean, if you're playing a, if you're playing a free-to-play game all day, yeah, yeah. not every match you need to win. Sometimes you just sure. want to goof around. True. And then let's say you do go fishing and you do fish up a purple shotgun. And you're like, oh shit, maybe we can win this one. They, they do have a goof around mode too. Like it's like the free roam. Like mm-hmm. I just want to, I just want to play with my yeah. friends. There's yeah. like creativity mode. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah that's the right. Building yeah. Mode. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, my gosh, I forgot about which that. Which is the only time I've ever really thought about playing it. I feel like, like it came out and people were like, this is cool, and then never heard about well, it. Well, people use their golf or whatever shopping carts to launch themselves mm-hmm. yeah. off the map, and they were like, stop that. They made rocket <laughs> rocket ramps. Yeah. My question is. All the parents that had their kids tutored for Fortnite season or chapter one, mm-hmm. do they now have to An bring the tutors back mm-hmm. for chapter two? Man, yeah. If you want to be considered cool, I would say you do that. Chapter this two is, has been a real, it's been a real boom for a lot of industries, a lot of Fortnite related mm-hmm. industries. The, the video game equivalent of all those American history teachers who were teaching people about Christopher Columbus all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or basically everything about American history. So, apparently, I was looking at it, the... Um, the most profitable like job positions you can have in at least America right now, not the whole world. Esports. No, number one's life coach. Number two mm. is Fortnite coach, but it's like real close. He's being facetious. Is that because the startup costs are nothing? <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say, you just go on Twitter yeah. and say, "I am now a life coach," and <laughs> the, the skills are. Eh? Yeah. You need well, no training, I, no education. I feel like the first three months of tutoring. Not about Fortnite. I mount- respect Fortnite coaching a lot. Sorry, I didn't want oh, to make no, that. Oh, we're okay. making a life coaches. Yes. Oh, I'm talking yeah, the yeah. Fortnite coaches. I read <laughs> that the first three months, the mouse isn't even plugged in. It's just the really? kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you just, just have to think it. about my yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pretend the game's on. Yeah, yeah. He, he, puts, he puts him in the back of a moving truck and it's on wheels. <laughs> and so he's back there on a desk yeah. and he has, to, he has to keep it in this circle for a little while. Mm-hmm. Kid's head gets banged up a little bit, but man, he comes out. He takes him to the park. Yeah, he t- fly. It takes one a uh, kite, flies it with the mouse on it. You got to grab it, and he goes, "If you can catch a kite, you can play Fortnite." Yeah. And it's uh, rip, ta- rip torn, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in a wheelchair. And Vince Vaughn's there. Can you imagine being proposed to on the first day of chapter two in Aww. the game? I could never imagine forever. being proposed to because I'm a man, and that doesn't happen <laughs> in this country. Okay, it has though. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it'd be thoroughly emasculating. Mm-hmm. God, could you imagine? Oh my God, we're getting there. How That's embarrassing! Fine. Why are you kneeling at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> Get up! Yeah. You're this is not why you me in front of Gaston. <laughs> uh, you were asking us before this whole thing. You're like, what can what can Fortnite do to outdo a black hole? Because we all know black holes are the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get to that idea, Adam. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we all know that we have to save money for our expensive Fortnite lessons. Yeah. We can do that by slashing our phone bills with Mint Mobile. Guess what? You're overpaying for wireless service, and Mint Mobile is here to fix that. Mint Mobile's reimagined how you buy wireless, so it's all online. That's right. They keep costs low and pass those savings directly to you. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless belt down to just $15 a month. That's 4G LTE and unlimited talk and text for just $15 a month. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So you can sign up for it, try it out for a week. If you find out maybe your coverage isn't so hot or it's just not working for you, sign it back. No problem. But if it does work for you, then you get to keep all of that sweet, delicious money. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash dude. That's mintmobile.com slash dude. Once more, cut your wireless bill to just $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash dude. Thank you, Mint Mobile, for enabling us to become the Fortnite champions we were destined to be. Uh, On that note, Adam, it sounds Mm. like you have a dynamite idea to upstage this whole black hole business. It's played out now. I... The only thing I could think of, and this is this back in the day, I remember my friends and I sitting around being like, man, it'd be so cool if Nintendo made like a Nintendo land, like a Disneyland, and now they are doing it only for the 2020 Olympics because <laughs> they need to do that. But what if they made Fortnite land? Well, so we were thinking about huge crossover events or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, if they did a Nintendo event. Uh, they were like, if they were like, Mario is in. Oh my God. And oh, uh, there's a bridge that popped up. Uh, yeah. There's a kingdom uh, over there. Well, and then you, go down. you can go, go into the island. And now it's, you're getting in there. I think that's the only thing that I can think of that could get gamers like, oh shit. They're like, for the next month, you can explore Super Mario Land mm-hmm. Man, as right. much as you want to. Oh, if you had little carts, yeah. Yeah. Mario skins, and you can ride Yoshi. You can do all those things, but in Fortnite, I can't. I can't imagine ever happening. It's gonna be so you bad. go in. It's, it's and gonna then, be a lesser property. It's gonna be like so. It's yeah. It's gonna be like saying that, but it's Fortnite. Fortnite they got can Thanos. Anything. Yeah, they got and John Thanos. Wick. This is the future the liberals want. <laughs> <laughs> all video I, I games think colliding. The, the video Batman. The video game parts <laughs> a little harder because it's Nintendo being very protective, and they're like, you can't have Nintendo things on PC. It's gonna. They're, they're just gonna be like, no, don't mm-hmm. do that. I, I would love it. Don't get me wrong. That's I mean, what, maybe they, that's old Nintendo though. Nintendo's changing. I mean, they've, and they've always exclusive. Been. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I I'm kind of surprised. The, does Fortnite mm. on Switch have any Nintendo themed items in it? That's a great. Mm. I guess like I a know Diablo does. What yeah. if what if you uh, if you own it, it if you, you own it on Switch, then it unlocks it on PC. Oh, that'd be cool. And so okay. yeah, you obviously have to own the Switch to be able to do it. But yeah. like, imagine you go to Peach's Castle, mm-hmm. and then you you <laughs> you break the door down, and then you go in, and then it plays dun 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 oh, dun, 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 dun yeah. And so it looks a... like it look it has all the paintings and stuff from Super Mario sixty four. There is an exclusive skin for the Switch edition of Fortnite, but it doesn't look like a Nintendo thing. It's just like white and red. Are you mm-hmm. saying? Fortnite is like the tofu of gaming where it just can take on the taste of anything that it's adjacent to. Honestly, the only reason this game is can do all these things is because it's built in the Unreal Engine by the people who made the Unreal Engine and they know all the secrets of it and how to manipulate (laughs) it. Like the secrets of Peach's Castle. 
Well, I mean, I'm all the saying, stars like, are. Yeah. the fact that all the bodies underneath there, it. I, like just there probably aren't a lot of game engines out there where you can be in the game, then something can happen in that world queued by a server that everyone sees, and then it sucks you in seamlessly to the title screen or like. Or just a big black screen staring yeah. at a hole where there's mm -hmm. no interface. There was like a, a mini game that you could unlock. But mm -hmm. can you imagine? They must have fucking when that when that all went off, the black hole event. They must have been in a control center like Cape yeah. Canaveral, yeah. cheering like they brought the astronauts home. Yeah. <laughs> I could see no other way of it going yeah. down. Nick Chester lifted to the shoulders <laughs> yeah. of Tim Sweeney. <laughs> I, only <laughs> sunken cheeks. Only because I've, I've been on both sides of things like this. I, anytime like thing, this happens, there are about 1,900 things that went wrong that we didn't oh, yes, see. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I remember you're saying like people are yeah. saying like, Nick can finally rest now. <laughs> in reality, he's probably pulling his hair up because oh, it's like, yeah. what happened? What happened? And then in the end, it all turns out okay. And all we see is a black hole and then a new game. And, they, and in our mind, we just saw the finished product and we go, they dreamed it and it happened. That's how mm -hmm. these things go. <laughs> Lady Gaga tweeting about it. Did oh, she? yeah. Briefly. Yeah, she, she, she was like, what's Fortnite? Right? Yeah, so what is, <laughs> what she is spelled, a weekend? She spelled it N-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah, she said, what is she Fortnite? She was cheeky. I'm pretty sure she's being cheeky. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. fine. She it, seems like she's got her finger on the that's, pole. That's, that's the thing. I forget what it is. It's like young young person YouTube or something. It's comments of young people on YouTube. It's on Reddit. It's like a just a collection of it. But someone said like, man, I haven't done that in a Fortnite. And someone's like, like the video game. And it's like, ooh, Fortnite meant, so, I don't know. And then there's like another one. There's a guy like in a lab coat goes, he looks like Rick from Rick and Morty. Nice. <laughs> like, you mean because he's wearing a lab coat? Yes. Do you, do you guys know if, uh, and if you're watching and you do know the answer to this, don't don't tweet me. Um, <laughs> but do you think that uh, there's been a Fortnite joke in Big Bang Theory? Do it, you think that they are that it might be relevant enough? Like, yeah, that might be well, too recent. Like they only they probably I feel like it took them until season twelve to be like World of Warcraft laugh track. Yeah, Halo. <laughs> yeah, I remember. They did Halo, remember Halo around the time Halo three was coming out. So oh. like it was but once again, it's just noun replace. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. It, but they have to be able to know the noun. It yeah. had to it had to know. It has I, I You think there's a Fortnite joke somewhere yeah, in Big I Bang Theory? Hey, if you're watching at home, don't tweet me. <laughs> don't care. Or do. <laughs> Tweet him, but I don't want to see any more if, Big Bang Theory than if, I already have. If they did do it, it what there was no actual joke written around it. There was no substance. It was I meant shape of a joke. Hey Sheldon, what are you doing? I'm, I'm playing, playing Fortnite. Yeah, Laugh. Yeah. Laugh at him. <laughs> Laugh at him. I was just thinking. Yeah. He just states that he's yeah. playing Fortnite. Yeah. And that's you don't understand joke. the intricacies of mining for wood in the uh, virtual world. Ah! And there's, Laugh ah! at him. Laugh at him. There's a, such attention to detail that he's holding the controller wrong or whatever. Mm. He's like. Or he's or there's another guy. We're playing. It's we're playing Fortnite. There it is. There's two of them holding controllers, just tapping on the buttons wildly. Mm -hmm. And they're like and Xbox like 360 controllers, but they're yeah. like wavebird looking things. And yeah. it's just they don't care. My they favorite thing care. is they like made a, money. They're done. Frantic button tapping foley that's mm -hmm. inserted into any show or movie where there's yeah. a kid crazy playing a game. Yeah. Or the fact that like. Circa 2008, movies still thought video games sounded like Atari, mm -hmm. which was awesome. I need there's there's a lot of a, a lot of hypercuts I need to make mm -hmm. of of just a grand display of media. One is video games that sound way older than they should. Another, and I tweeted this out, so I don't steal my idea, is every movie that ever used five seconds or less of uh, lap dance from NERD. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, Daredevil is going to make it. Okay. So will the trailer for Madagascar 3? 
I don't remember. We're not going to fight you on this. Yeah. Well, as long as no one steals my good ideas. Yeah. Madagascar 3 trailer used lap dance? One of them did. Mm. Of like all the penguins. That's that str- sounds right. That's strange to me though because you would think that a movie like Madagascar, it would be like calculated that we're going to release this trailer. There's going to be a song with it. We're going to want kids to want to listen to the song and the lead up to the trailer. Mm. Probably don't want to use something called lap dance. They don't care. No? They don't care. Madagascar doesn't care. Please by its own rules. Madagascar fucks? Are you saying Madagascar Absolutely. fucks? Absolutely. Yeah. Madagascar <laughs> was the frit was the fringe uh feature of the animated film animated animal. It's got genre. David Schwimmer though. Yeah. I mean and Ben Stiller. There it is. And here's the thing though, if it's just their voice and not their likeness, all a shark tail, it doesn't count. Slap dance. Maybe not. Never mind. Oh, it's called slap dance, not lap dance. No, I mean it was in the trailer. If you look up the song, it'll probably tell you what it was used in. Mm-hmm. I think it was Penguins of Madagascar. What is your preferred depiction of video games in a TV show? If you could choose between a game that's clearly licensed to be in it, so it's like, oh, we're playing uh, Dead by Daylight, mm-hmm. but the when it cuts to the pe- the actors, they're playing the game wrong, or it's a game that's made up for the movie, but when you see the game, it's a first-person shooter where the gun does this, <laughs> where the gun moves around as opposed well, to the camera moving. Russian it. Doll, I, I really love that show, oh. but it's portrayal of it. She, there's a game that she works on, so it's an original game that they put yeah. in the in the show, and it's supposed to be this like blockbuster selling game, but it looks like a game that you could find like in an indie, mm-hmm. you it, know, what's uh, the, section of a, of the iTunes yeah. store. Like Braid. It looks yeah. like Braid, and, but worse. But yeah. then she's also playing it and her fingers are like claws. Well, also the dude, there's mm-hmm. one scene where she's talking with a guy and he's like, he's like, can't get past level five. Yeah. And I'm like, and sh- and she's like, there's this tw- there's a trick to it. And he's like, no one it. could get, yeah. but but he's like, no one ever got past level five. And he, she's like, oh, there's a trick to it. He's like, how would you know? She's like, well, I, I made it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so a game came. So, 2019, a game came out. No one can beat it. Looks like a worse version of Braid. Most popular, so popular that he has a physical copy of the game. Mm. And no one got past level five. And it's a blockbuster. And no one knows how to get past level five. Also, sure. When sure. does the last time anything's been referred to as level five? Yeah. Like if you play Celeste, you go, man, level seventy two is tough. It's a shame because the rest of the show is so well written. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, if you don't know what something is, ask someone who does, and then they will they should write that scene for it's you. The, it's the anomaly in that show. Other unless they are also trying to write that show with a non-video game playing audience in mind. So they're like, oh, a non-video gamer would That's understand nobody. level five as opposed to the Equinox Forest. Use the sound effect from level four. There's just there's ways you can do things that aren't that aren't stupid that like still have the same. There was effect. a good uh, a good a well done interpretation of it in uh, the show. No one watched Halt and Catch Fire, uh, which I recommend you go watch. It's already done. It's finished. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the character uh, Mackenzie Davis's character is a game programmer. That's where. I'm sorry. No, I've seen the Terminator billboards and I'm like, where the hell have I seen that girl? Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Shoot. Right. Yes. Also, um, Black Mirror. The, uh, eh. okay. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I, just, I haven't seen which all one. Um, which, yeah. uh, it's the San Junipero. San Junipero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's okay. she is pretty much typecast as like eighties girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big glasses. Sorry, massive derailed you there. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, but she at one point is like a game developer, and it's actually I like their. Um, depiction of video games and that because like she's working on a three D game before like three D games were huge, and everyone's complaining. They're like, I don't get it, and she's like, Why can't I kill stuff? She's like, It's an adventure game. You like travel, and they're like. It's stupid. And it looks like a game that would have come out where you've been like, 
ah, that that looks like it would have missed the mark back mm-hmm. then. Like it was actually, it may have been actually a real game, but I could mm-hmm. didn't recognize it. Yeah. Um, but there's a great part too where she's having a fight with her boyfriend, and he he starts saying something about like you don't change things. That's why Sega will always be Sega. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's a well written yeah. like throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. If at the time it makes sense because it's like the late eighties, yeah. early nineties, and he's defending Sega, and it's like. If you know anything about video game history, you go, oh, that's a great, that's a great line. Yeah. yeah. But writing. if you don't, the emotion of it still works. Still, still, still sells it. And then mm-hmm. someday you may get the joke. I don't know what made me just think of this right now, but uh, we were talking about like, what's the future of Fortnite? Like how Fortnite could top itself. Mm-hmm. And Fortnite is maybe the game that could become from Ready Player One, the... The, oh, uh, the mix-up of all things. Oasis. The mix-up the, uh, mix of all things. Like, if they mm. got all kinds of different properties God, in, it is there, isn't in it? Fortnite at all the same time, yeah. mm-hmm. and well, they blew it out. Like, it's already getting GTA-like with fishing and shit. Who knows what else? We were talking about uh, VR. Fortnite uh, yeah. hasn't done anything with VR yet, and I don't That's know true. what that thing is, but even if you just had VR-supported building, like, you're in the world, and you mm. fly around, and you can build with a greater accuracy, and they... Lean into the kitchen, or yeah, you can fish. <laughs> Do manual labor. Like, yeah. It probably wouldn't wow. work for it. Probably wouldn't work for the pure shooting mechanics of that game, which aren't oh, even. But that's would, I don't even think that's the highlight of the game for most you'd people. You'd be in VR building, mm-hmm. but what you don't realize is that you're controlling a robot in real life. It's building the new Epic headquarters. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I, chopping down yeah. Amazon forests. An <laughs> <laughs> Epic Either. headquarters is gonna look like a yeah. giant penis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Amazon forest is gonna be gone. I was just thinking that well, not because I think. VR is like the future. It, there, I think some form of it will be. The, the version we're using is just such early beta stuff, even like alpha. Like it's not quite there, but I could see someone being like, we made Fortnite land. It's a 3D VR experience. Mm-hmm. And like, cool, I do it for free. No, it costs money. Mm. You get into it. But like, we also didn't build it in real life because that would be stupid mm. because building a real life theme park doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. And like, that could probably be a success in some way. We're like, all right, kids, go to the Discovery Zone and put on your helmets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, creating commerce within the world of Fortnite is kind of like, yeah, like imagine if a meteor, oh no, a meteor hit the Whispering Woods. And the, and but in its place is now a Fortnite merch store. Yeah, and now H&M. you can just go with yeah yeah an H and M, and now you can uh, go in there and try on jeans or whatever, <laughs> and then you dress your character in the game, and then you click check out, and then it sends you those clothes. I mean, it is a little weird to me the marketing beats Fortnite has been able to get away with with virtually no blowback, mm. considering that game is for kids, mm. specifically like John Wick. First of all, how dare you? Uh, sorry, it mm, kid inclusive. Uh-huh. Um. I had this thought. It's free to play. So I, there's I had a things. similar thought to this because 90s cartoons were really interesting. So last time we watched Beetlejuice, great Halloween movie. Recommend you watch it if you've never seen it. They made a kid's cartoon version out of that. And as far as I know, oh, the, I main, it. the main characters of the movie are not in it. Yeah, they are. Well, are Lydia, they? Yeah, Lydia, Lydia's in it. Lydia and Beetlejuice. In it. But not... Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. That's no. what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, they yeah, are yeah. the main characters of that movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beetlejuice is only in the movie for. Yeah, but they're downers. Yeah. No, no, exactly. But th- what they 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 made a cartoon out of the most vile character. Yeah. Who's like you know goes nice fucking model and then grabs his crotch. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was not the protagonist of that movie. <laughs> yeah, and he's the, and he's like he's like a pervert and he, he yeah. put he's a, re- a really dark character. But there's also like a RoboCop cartoon and a yeah, Police yeah. Academy cartoon well, and, and now the toys that are guns. They've, they've teamed him teamed him up in a fun buddy relationship with the girl he tried to force into marriage with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a child it's great, bride. Though. You can do the difference. Kids can do the work the math out I, there. I'm just saying, compared to what we were sort of sold, where someone is like, 
I can make a cartoon out of anything Jim Carrey has ever been in. Are you going to mm-hmm. talk about that story of the pop-up bar? Yeah, I was trying to find it. But, like, there was a Beetlejuice pop-up bar. The review? And then, yeah, there was, like, yeah. a dude who went to it dressed as Beetlejuice and was going around, like, groping women yeah. and drinking people's drinks. These, these women were like... At first we got there, we thought it was really fun. There was a guy dressed as Beetlejuice and he was he was going around from table to table drinking our drinks and, and making jokes and whatever. But then they learned later that like they asked the staff, like, where'd that impersonator go? You're like staff, and they were like, What impersonator? Yeah. Hey, come on. Hey. Yeah, it was <laughs> some dude who wanted into the pop-up bar. Just... He started drinking people's drinks. <laughs> Bucket with them. Wow. He is um, really gropy in that movie. Yes. I forgot. Very inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in that like you're not meant to like his character. Right. Or maybe you do just because he's he's just so incorrigible, but yeah. so my yeah. favorite part at the end of it, they went, "You'd make a great Batman." He goes, "You're right, I would." Hey, and, come on. Hey. <laughs> so Beetlejuice was before Batman. Mm-hmm. I believe it was one year before. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Really weird. Gosh. But it's great because it's like you look at, at Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh, you mean Burton? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, you're talking about Michael Keaton. And then Batman. Michael- well, I can see that. I think I think the DNA is there. Michael Keaton, I feel like somehow got pushed into this this like he's just a regular guy role, mm-hmm. arc, like stereotype. But he was Beetlejuice. Like he was no, he's a cr- he's a great character actor. You know? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a far cry from, I guess him playing the vulture. You know, <laughs> it was like you will play father. Want me to do anything weird? No, mm-hmm. you're just a good old boy. Just like be evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or sorry, be like be a boomer basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just act like the world is yours. You're you take. There were a couple of scenes he had some good mustache, mustache twirls going on. The one where he's like driving the car and Peter's in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Oh he, no, I, I think he was great in the role. He had role. some great like villainous snarls in that. But, scene. but it's not like under makeup. Like why yeah. he's not transforming in anything. There's he a lot been of, in pirates somewhere yeah. probably. Yeah, he, he wasn't like uh, like Spider Man, Green Goblin, uh, Willem Dafoe levels of. No, no, mm-hmm. but like think think of like the amount of work that goes into like a, a silly scene in Beetlejuice. Right. Like, All right, we're gonna put this thing on your head, and then it has little bats hanging from yeah. it, and your arms will be these inflatable arms and then you say you say something funny like welcome Kmart shoppers and he's like okay (laughs) but he he does he goes welcome Kmart shoppers he does the whole thing you're like he sells it every yeah. every time he does anything. It's perfectly cartoony. He's like, as a kid, I loved Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. oh my! The best this part is, is when he's yeah. he's digging around for the ring, and he pulls out and still got the finger. She meant nothing to me. I swear, she meant nothing to me. Well, but then he goes, he goes, "Do you take her to be a wife?" And then he turns to the camera. And says, oh, I don't know. I, don't. <laughs> I said so I'd never good. do it again. I, you know, it's I'm going to so do good. it, even though he knows he's under a time crunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's all his manifestation. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So good. I, Lydia Dietz, here you know by. What, I think. When I was a kid, I must have seen you know. Batman and Beetlejuice in what, like 1991 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, did not at all realize that was the same man. Oh, I didn't either. Batman and Beetlejuice. Yeah, I didn't like, either. No. Nah. But he's great. Yeah. Michael Keaton's great. Not, not to get off the Fortnite topic, but Beetlejuice <laughs> well, is great. I mean, well, I mean if, we wanna, if you want to see it all in one film, Multiplicity, <laughs> where he plays regular guy, regular, he shows his whole range, regular guy, tough guy, mentally handicapped guy, and gay guy, yeah. all in one movie. Yeah. And it's all Michael Keaton. Uh, if I was a lender, I would give Michael Keaton an amazing interest rate. Thank you, Elise. I've been looking for an in for a while. Nice. Uh, but like a, like a good friend, Elise is there to lift me up when I'm in trouble. Just like Upstart, the lending company can help you. So let's hear from them. A typical lender will look at your credit score to determine your credit worthiness and the amount of money you can get. But Upstart is different because that's old tech and we're all about new stuff here on Dude Soup. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. Uh, because of that, they reward you based on your education and your job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. 
Upstart believes in you. They care about you. They know you. They're watching you right now. That's how much they love you. They know that you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. And once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Why is this important? Because you can use that to help pay off any credit card debt, student loan debt, what have you. Basically, if Upstart gives you a lower interest rate than you're already paying, just makes sense to get a loan up from them, pay it all off, shift to the new interest rate, and save all that money. Upstart would invite you to see why they are the number one in their category on Trustpilot with over 300 businesses partnered. Hurry to upstart.com dude to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. Once more, that's upstart.com dude. Thank you for the sponsorship, Upstart. Thank you, Upstart, for enabling us to buy the Blu-ray box set of Beetlejuice that we've long lusted after but have yet to afford. So, What else is in that box, I wonder? <laughs> oh, just three or four behind-the-scenes okay. making-of commentaries. and they, they compile a lot of YouTuber uh, video essays on the topic. It makes for a great watch. Mm-hmm. I only fell asleep through it three times. Uh, yeah, it's sp- speaking of like movies that are bizarrely remembered, or justifiably remembered in some cases, mm-hmm. but... Uh, since since Halloween is Stephanie time, girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, she basically books out all of our weekends from about the middle of September through the end of the year, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of one such event was this freeform pop up that included Nightmare Before Christmas. Makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Hocus Pocus doesn't quite. Um, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, the Halloween movie. I'm not going to fight anyone on that. Oh, I, I would say Hocus Pocus. I mean, why wouldn't it make sense? Halloween. No, I watched it when it came out. I remembered watching it, sort of. I wasn't aware that there was a following for it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a largely forgettable Disney movie. Yeah. Turns out that's not true. No. Um, so Stephanie had never watched it, which confused a lot of people given her goth tendencies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right? So we did the event. It was okay. Like it, it, typical Instagram stuff. It's just like here's a bunch of sets and like very cheap props you can put mm-hmm. on to take mm-hmm. photos. I ate some candy. That was nice. There was a thoroughly melted Butterfinger. Very happy about that. Wonderful. Um, Sarah could just Parker's breasts. Oh, yeah. They were, they're they? there. They're in that movie. <laughs> Let's just isolate that quote. Put that yeah. in the well, it, it was a weird <laughs> thing because I remember breasts. the trailer for that. I was like, I was like, there's an old one. There's a heavy set one. And there's a hot one. And then it, like, kind of like Michael Keaton is... As Beetlejuice, it wasn't until many years later that I was like, that was Sarah Jessica Parker. You're like, Kathy and Jimmy's the hot one now. I never saw the movie. I just remember seeing the trailers as a kid where they're like, it's the ugly one, the fat one, and the sexy one. I was like, why are they advertising the sexy one? Like, I'm eight or nine or whatever right now. It works. There's a lot of weird... There are a lot of weird decisions about that movie. Yeah. For, for example, and I was talking about this before, but it is strange that the running gag through the entire film is a variety of characters making fun of our protagonist who is well underage mm-hmm. for being a virgin. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't find it offensive or whatever. It's just a weird look for a movie targeted to kids. That was a trope, definitely, in the yeah. late 80s, 80s, late 80s. 80s through early 90s, mm-hmm. I would the say. The teenage I, virgin is the loser. Because I'm, mm-hmm. sure, I'm pretty sure in weird science, they're like freshmen in high school. Yeah, I'm trying to get laid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that read more in the coked up, dirty 80s. But like, I think Hocus Pocus was 93. I thought it was supposed to be well out of that window. Well, there's like Once Bitten, where that's sort of a plot point, too, where they're mm-hmm. like, Jim Carrey's a virgin. And then they like bang in a, you know, they're in high school or a, whatever it that's is. That's for adults, right? Kind of? Once been, I think it was in high school. There, there was no line. You're right. The matter. line didn't form until honestly the mid to late '90s, where they were like, maybe kids stuff should be for kids and adult stuff should be for adults. Because <laughs> before it was like, if anyone goes to see this, great. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know. I just feel like uh, I don't know. I I since had rewatched Death Becomes Her, mm-hmm. which is a, an amazing film, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I struggle to see in any way how Hocus Pocus does 
anything that movie did better in any possible well, capacity. Uh, Hocus Pocus uh, is a like, weird comparison. But. It feels the same to me. I don't know okay. why. Just a bunch of magic broads being like, being loose. I mean, on the that's town. what okay. Hocus Pocus is. I think generally harmless. Hocus Pocus is the children's witches of Eastwick. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Share. Who are the witches of Eastwick? Share. Susan Sarandon. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. I think it's Michelle. What am I thinking of? From the witches. <laughs> oh, Houston, I got. Right? That's right. Yeah, witches. Which is, which is the one with Jack Nicholson in it? That's, that's witches of Eastwick. Oh, okay. And Wolf. Fun fact, the animatronic cat from Hocus Pocus is the same used in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No. <gasps> yeah. Is it really? Fact check it. Shalem. Salem? Crappy puppet. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. No, no, no. There, it was, um, it was a, it's a throwaway line. It's my favorite throwaway line ever in Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. Where uh, Colonel Gentleman is trying to teach Dean how to spot like a, a polymorph or whatever, basically. And he's like... He's like, now you watch all these episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and you point out when it's a real cat or that crappy puppet. And he's like, are, he's like, do all these episodes have like Salem the cat? It's like Sabrina the Teenage Witch is the only show with Salem the cat, anyway, which is not true. Back he was to, in other stuff. Back to Hocus Pocus. The trick to uh, capturing the preteen slash early teen female audience is to make something terrible. I mean, yeah, Teen Witch. You take something scary and you make it hot. Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That is that is kind of the core of it. So you have to. So uh, Death Becomes Her still has. What makes it great is it has edge. It has genuine moments of like tension and kind of fear and creep out and stuff. Hocus Pocus has none of that. I thought when I, I mean, except I, for the beginning, the opening granted, sequence. No, I, was pretty, stupid, right. I was pretty young, but I did think that Billy <laughs> was pretty scary. Well, because he, he's got like stitching in his mouth it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah like there's maybe a handful of imagery in there that's trying to get to get some sort of rise out of you, but that's just so that way they're tricking you into thinking that it's happening in your vagina. That's oh, the that's trick. Oh, yeah. Right, so yeah. like, yeah, like easily, so you don't know I'm thinking of his mouth being sewn up as my vagina being off limits. Mm-hmm. Oh. Exactly. But and you love that idea though, right? And then open the sexy the boy is turned into a I harmless cat. I was going to say, I, I do enjoy mm-hmm. dissecting. Oh, Devin Sawa played. You're right. And mm-hmm. he was, he was a heartthrob back in. Was it Devin Sawa? I'm pretty sure. Why was he always playing? Because he was Casper too. He had floppy hair. Oh. And idle hands. Mm-hmm. And it's before his teeth started running away from each other. Final Destination. <laughs> was he Was he the, the cat after it I'm fairly certain because I remember yeah. seeing that okay. name recently and that'd be the only reason why. Maybe I not. feel like, I feel like Devin Sawa, uh, his time was too early. He, he probably would have been better if he was born like... 10 years ago. Devin no, Sow is no, fine. He's on Twitter, uh, and it, for, bar, for all intents and purposes, boy. he's doing Another. fine. Okay. So, he's, got, he's got the Hocus Pocus groupies. Never forget that if Elijah? you're a famous actor at mm. any point for even a little while, mm-hmm. and then you stop being famous, like it seems like your career is over, as long as you didn't blow everything and yeah. go bankrupt, you're probably going to be rich for the rest of your life. Well, and, and God, given the, I think... We'd remark or talked about it a while ago, but given how just like sequel and property hunger everything is, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you, yeah. there's a decent bet in 20 years they're going to do a sequel. Idle I, hands I was, too. Yeah, idle hands. I don't practice century. That's less. I know. <laughs> also, the offspring's in it. I think it, it's you're thinking movie. of Harvey uh, Danger. Tom DeLonge's in there. No, no, he's right. Yeah, it's yeah. Santeria. The finals, oh, it finals, was. Final shot as is. his friends walk away into the. Seth, Seth Green, Green and, and other guys. Foggy Seth Green walk and away. Foggy. Yeah. Yeah. And Foggy, yeah, walk away Good into God, the, into heaven. As Vivica Fox uh, is with the other guy. How and, many? Yeah. I'm going to pose this. Alba in Idle Hands? Because, yeah. uh, because uh, I was, I was Sailor Moon suddenly popped into my head. And now Sabrina. How many magical young women also have cats? 
Because I feel like that's a trope. Mm-hmm. Right? Probably. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah, that would be your familiar, right? Yes. It's, I guess it's, it's that in magic you have a familiar and a cat. Cats generally like, have feminine, I feel like have more of a feminine yeah. attribute to them. So I think if you're going to give. As like a ferret. Yeah, because you can have a ferret. Awesome. No, yeah, a beastmaster or a dog. He was, he was a cool dude. Well, see, and that's what led you to think that because yeah. someone said, if we gave the beastmaster a cat, no, it wouldn't work. Ferret. Give him something manly like a ferret? <laughs> I'm but, waking up to all these tropes. Like, uh, I, it just occurred to me that there was a spat of like uh, romantic comedies in like the 2010s where a young professional woman gets a job in a magazine. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yes. women love books. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's like the cool well, version that's where of fashion books. magazine or advertising is like the default mm-hmm. woman's profession in yeah. romantic comedies. But they yeah. never actually do anything. It's they like, just, they, yeah. they're usually in a meeting and they point at something and they clap. Yes, or they look up from a table full of papers and it's like the pencil in their hands. The romantic comedy, it's like, it's, it's, I think it's like a fetish, a fetish sized job mm-hmm. of like, well, look at how, you know, she lives this like life where she has expensive clothes and she's in, she's got power. Mm-hmm. The one interesting romantic comedy uh, job I thought I, I was like, that's kind of different is in um, fuck, what's that movie with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. They switch Diaz. the holiday where they switch houses. Oh, oh never, never seen well, it. Well, Cameron Diaz, her profession is that she uh, she doesn't she produces trailers for movie oh. studios. Okay. So like she doesn't really do any work also cuz like mm-hmm. when they show her at work it's just her in a screening room and mm-hmm. her editor is working on yeah. the trailer yeah, and then yeah. she's got an assistant and then she's like yes that shot let's lock it now. Mm-hmm. And like you kind of get the impression that this is what Cameron Diaz does. She mm-hmm. stands in this room and she shouts at the editor and is like Yeah. But there's no real hands-on as opposed work. to you've got mail where she owns a quiet independent bookshop. Oh, Lord. That's a very feminine, very feminine job. I love it. But I was like, no, you know, she works in the movie industry. She's cutting trailers, sure. The the best interpretation (laughs) of it was, uh, I think it was Fifty Shades Grayer or whatever, the second one. Where she works at a magazine? She works at a magazine. And the only work (laughs) they ever show her do is when they go, yeah, I think the font size should be bigger in this book. And they're like, that's a great idea. And they walk away, and that's the only work you ever see her do. (laughs) But she also literally slept her way into that job. So, I don't know. So, Hocus Pocus, huh? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Not great. Yeah, magical girl with cat, though. Uh, And also the cat is a cute boy who has an unrequited romance. I just love seeing the math of, like, how certain fantasies are cobbled together. Mm -hmm. Especially when... Probably by a dude in the '93. I don't know that. It, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe that it. movie was written. Well, like by Casper. Lady, Casper came up. So Christina Ricci hangs out with Casper the whole movie. At the end, he's transformed to, into mm-hmm. Devon Sawa. Mm-hmm. Also, Casper's they, basically a cat. And they make out. They make out. But that was the same guy that was a potato head ghost like two minutes ago. It's true. Mm-hmm. She should have made out. It's like it's like my version of Ghost, where the whole movie's the same except for the scene when he goes into Whoopi Goldberg's body and they dance together and caress. Mm-hmm. In my version, they never cut in Patrick Swayze there. It stays <laughs> yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. So all the caressing <laughs> is still Whoopi Goldberg. And then it's her making out with Whoopi Goldberg. But um, in the version, in my version of Casper, it's basically what? the whole- That's an 80s movie. Huh? No, Caged Heat, man. Ghost? What? No. He's mind. talking about a different movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, chicks make out. But yeah, in my oh. version of Casper, he doesn't transform into Devin Satwa. He's uh-huh. just potato. Well, no, he, he, should, he should look the same, but flesh tone uh-huh. and with a little baby dick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a naked. <laughs> it's, just, well, it's it's what, it's Richie Rich. Yeah, he yeah. He turns into a monstrous, disgusting Richie Rich. Yeah. These what cat, I can't think of other cat like? women. What? Yeah. Oh, cat woman. Oh, I Man, guess. you want to talk about like. Horrifically, scientifically cobbled together stories from dudes that are 
theoretically supposed to appeal to women. Mm. Catwoman is amazing. How Holy crap. Catwoman? Yeah, because the whole movie is about makeup. Mm. Uh, it's about women fighting over makeup. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. I've never much. seen it. I, I, I did not know that that was a, a thing. I the thing. The post-Spider-Man world was a fun one to walk through. Yeah, yeah. You, you got the ghost writers. You got things like Daredevil and Catwoman where Electra. they're like... Yeah, where they're like, we don't really know God, what there we're was an Electra. Doing. No, we I don't know what Daredevil. the secret sauce was. Yeah, when I, I can watch. It. I can watch Electra. We couldn't. We couldn't deconstruct that film at all. Oh, that's what. That's what reminded me because Daredevil has a uh, lap dance sequence. Does it? Yes. Does it? Yes. I remember the park, and I, I think remember it's the intro song when you see uh, Bullseye for the first time. Oh. Oh no! Wait. No, it's Bullseye the for the. I would say Bullseye yeah. for the first time is definitely him Some at that Irish, Irish bar yeah. throwing. No, a lot of bullseyes. I'm a dirty dog. Well, like Kingpin is like walking in, so you know he's the bad guy. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> I remember, oh, I remember so John bad. Favreau saying something kind of racially insensitive in that movie. What do you mean? He, yeah, John Favreau. He plays he plays Foggy. Yeah, yeah. And he said something like Kingpin's walking out of the thing, and he said, I forgot what he said. It's like, oh, I forget. John Favreau was in Batman Forever, which makes me love that Wait. movie even more. What? Yes. Where? Doesn't have a speaking line. He's one of the Wayne executives that's like flanking Bruce when he walks into Edward Nigma's oh. lab. Wow. Yes. And he's in another shot later when like, I don't know, Bruce Wayne is signing some paperwork. We're oh. getting way off topic, topic, but I love that scene <laughs> when he goes into Edward Nigma's lab. Yeah, it's confusing because that like... The flow chart of the story means that by the end of this scene, mm-hmm. he needs to have motivation it to be a villain. Make, but it also <laughs> it, it, no it also can't be Bruce Wayne acts poorly. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne has yeah. to be pure good the whole time, but he still has to Incite be to blame for Edward, Edward Nigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he walks in and he's just, hey, I just want to see how things are going here in this sweatshop where all my scientists are working independently on their own projects in their cubicles. Near a waterfall. And then Jim Carrey <laughs> runs up. He's like, I have this new idea. It's this crazy thing. It is. It, it already sounds terrible. But then Bruce Wayne's reaction is, there's a lot of potential in this idea. And I'd love to talk to you more about this as soon as possible. And then Jim Carrey goes, that's not soon enough. <laughs> but he's, he's, also, like, he's distracted because he sees the bat signal at yeah, 3 yeah. p.m. or something. Yeah, and he's, he's, like, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, unfortunately, I have to go right now. He's like, no, you have to. I, we have you. Had, is this a deal right now? I'll cut you in on it. And it's like, dude, you work for him. What, what deal are you talking about? You're literally making Wayne industry science mm-hmm. in the lab. Using and then, his materials and then he goes, and machines. Yeah. Well, his if you're RD, asking yeah. for an answer right now, Edward, I'm going to have to say the answer is no. And he's like, I'll kill you. I'll take everything from you, Wayne. <laughs> he doesn't fire man. him or he doesn't do anything. I, I want to see the part where <laughs> Edward Nigma gets his, uh, gets his paycheck yeah. and he goes, what should I buy? How about like a guy in a giant glass, <laughs> a glass thing that points a yes or no <laughs> or question marks? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, he's like, pay off student loans? No, this, yeah. buy this glass Riddler thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> if only I had to migrate to an a upstart ad read, but I don't. Instead, it's Squarespace. So if you are working on your riddles on the internet, maybe you should uh, put them all on a website so people can see them. Our, our, our podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. That's right. You can use Squarespace to share your passion with the entire internet, whether you're fanatically dedicated to the hit film Batman Forever, or I don't know, you're looking for a job and you want to show people what you can do. An editing reel, graphic design, Squarespace is great for all of it. Every Squarespace template design supports all major content types, which means you don't have to start from scratch. Just import something that they made, tweak it to your liking, and you're ready to go. That includes pages, galleries, blogs, commerce, calendars, and more. 
Uh, Squarespace can also authenticate through your social media profiles, letting you auto post your content to Twitter, Facebook, or Tumblr. All post entries and images are optimized and tagged properly. So descriptions and titles will be correctly referenced, which is helpful if you're, I don't know, selling some crafts, you got some fan art you're trying to shuff, shuffle out there to the internet, get it out there and make it look right. Squarespace has been publishing sites on the web for more than a decade, and that includes all the best known practices for SEO. You don't need any plugins. You don't have to hire any contractors to tell you to just put Pokemon in the tags. It'll be there automatically. Thank you, Squarespace. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial right now. And when you're ready to launch, you can go to squarespace.com slash dudesoup to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once more, that's squarespace.com slash dudesoup for 10% off your first purchase. Thank you, Squarespace, for the sponsorship. So yes, check out my Batman Forever fan site. It's been there for 20 years, still waiting for a single comment. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Sign like the counter. Yeah. Sign my guest book. But yes, you're right, Batman, uh, Adam. The Batman Forever is an incredibly layered film because he was more distracted than ever by the bat signal because he knew that hot piece was waiting on the roof. Mm -hmm. That weird girl with the Batman fetish who was mm -hmm. just hanging out on the rooftop in her lingerie. Man, that movie's great. Also, yeah, man, the she opening... was a crime scene in her lingerie, and then she's like, hit me up, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, the opening, <laughs> the opening scene is Two-Face stealing that vault. Yep. Yeah. And then Batman, instead of going directly into it, like, lands next to Commissioner Gordon, and she's there, and he's like, Commissioner, what's the problem? He's like, Two-Face is up there, and he's... He's stealing the vault, and there's some guy. That, hey, who's this? <laughs> and she's like, "I will blow you in the suit. We can do it right now." He's like, "I think I have to do this, but I will be right back." Yeah. Uh, Good movie. Film. Good movie. And then it turns out the vault was a trap, an acid trap. It was because I guess Two Face went to the trouble well, of rigging it up with acid tubes he before did. he stole it. Also, Two Face flipped the coin to see whether or not he was going to kill the guard or not, and it said no. So he said, "I'm not going to kill you." But I'm going to throw you. I'm going to lock you in a vault that is filled with acid. Mm -hmm. If you die, that's on the acid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is a better impl implementation than Dark Knight. It's great. It only would have been better. He says, "I, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you." And he puts his wings up and flies away. <laughs> Two Face Wait. does that. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for the way Two Face gets away is he jumps out of the helicopter. Well, he uses a what is it? The lock, the U lock, or oh whatever, yeah, the, the club, the club. Yeah, <laughs> on a helicopter to keep it from. Well, first of all, it's a steering wheel in a helicopter. <laughs> it's a perfect. Mistake. It's goes, a perfect film. And he's like, I got the club, and then he accidentally kills his own pilot, and then he jumps out, and he has a yin yang parachute, mm -hmm. and wow. Batman's like, Dang it, he got so away. Fortnite has Batman, but it doesn't have Batman Forever Two Face. Yeah, which imagine is a real floating shame. over the map mm -hmm. in Two Face's. Uh, car locked, uh, <laughs> steering wheel driven <laughs> helicopter, and then you jump out there. Uh, bloody yin and yang. And it's just shoot. nothing but like yeah. party city lights all over the floor. Yeah. If, if only, yeah, if Batman Forever, if they should do a Batman Forever day on uh, Fortnite. And oh, then I can't agree more. Those two ripped dudes with the drums, just yeah. giant statues just holding up giant pieces of metal. I'm so glad we got to talk about Batman Forever today. I'll mm -hmm. do it every week. That's I, fine. That's so good to hear. I try to bring it up a lot, and I've just been shot down a lot lately. So really? this is Who, Where are you doing this? In my room alone. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> my my, uh, my co hasn't been so so favorable lately. Uh, one, mm, one last thing. Well, nah. One thing I, one thing I did want to mention briefly uh, when it comes to my consumption of garbage is that I am extremely excited that Disney Plus is getting their entire darkier run on the service. Mm -hmm. All of your garbage, like mm -hmm. 
young Kurt Russell live oh, action films yep, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Executive baby. So, um, world's strongest kid, I think, is the other <laughs> Kurt Russell one. Yeah, I'm in. I'm at a uh, always a candle shoe. That's not <laughs> Kurt Russell. I'm was at a bit of the, an impasse. The boy here. with a computer chip in his head or something. <laughs> yeah. was that one? I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a what parody account at first. That was like, could you imagine all these stupid? These fit the the tone and structure of a stupid Disney movie, but it's not. Because there was one that was like, what was the one? It was like a family, and it was like the fam, the only family left or something. And it's like there was a bunch of weird ones in there. I was like, are these real? It was farm. It was prime troll material. Mm-hmm. Uh, pixelated boat got in on the action pretty good, making some fake Disney movies. But uh, hmm. so I had a I had a project a while ago. I, I like to consume movies in projects. I don't know it gives me direction. So I watched all the Bond films. That was a delightful experience. I'm actually mm-hmm. probably going to do it again. Uh, just to see what I missed out on the first time, because boy, you you sure to get the static in the Moore era. There's a scene. Like, in what Gold, did I just watch? The huh? scene in Goldfinger where John Favreau is off to the side. <laughs> I would believe it, man. He was all around. Uh, so I did have a project where I wanted to watch every Disney cinematic release. Okay. Which is tough to define. Yeah. So I guess ideally it would be every movie that just has the Disney like logo animated mm-hmm. in okay. front of it, not necessarily animated feature, but. When I started to like dig into that and figure out what that meant, it's well over, I think, a hundred films. And if it's every Disney if, movie ever, uh, it's over thousands. Yeah. Um, so then I trimmed it down to every th- animated feature. I can still pivot because where I, I like left off at Dumbo because they started pulling their movies off streaming mm-hmm. services. Right. Now we can get back to it. The question is, do I keep it every Disney theatric release or every Disney animated theatric release? Theatrical release seems that seems like way more than a hundred. Like every single thing that has a Disney logo in front of it that was released in a theater. There was also a weird time too. So, is there a list of but them? It, but I'm so trying to find them. So it has to have been in theater. So like Bambi two doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, I was like, oh, but uh, that's the good stuff though, right? Yeah. Well, Directed so video. you're gonna miss out on Return of Jafar, but you are gonna get Aladdin three. So King, okay. of King of Thieves, yeah. yeah. That had a theatrical release. I don't. I think it? so. Maybe. I think so because they got Robin Williams back. Yeah. Oh. So even no one could tell the difference. And there's like there's also animated films distributed by Miramax. So uh, by Uncle eh. Three, Web like of you Shadows. Said, I think yeah. your your rule's pretty simple. It has to have that Disney yeah, Disney logo. Disney logo. Something that they were proud of, not something <laughs> that they wanted to hide behind the Miramax logo of. I mean Kill Bill, I think it was Miramax. Yeah, but the, mm. I don't you wouldn't even count that in the list. Yeah. You're not gonna get a okay. clear picture of what they were making. List mm. of Walt Disney Pictures films, which I think is all of it. Um some of the stuff's going to be hard to find. I mean, like Song of the South, obviously, is going to be difficult. Um, oh, I know a guy. It's me. Yeah? yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's online somewhere. Yeah. So I can give you the here. record. UHD. <laughs> okay, yeah, this includes live action. Uh, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. I mean, because they were basically Netflix in, like, the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this they were like... Netflix, and they were just like, we are going to corner the market of Ghost motion of pictures by releasing more shit than anyone else can. Like Herbie, right? Herbie the Love Bug? Oh, Isn't there that were a Disney? ton of those, yeah. Apple Dumpling Gang. Well, like, there's Flubber. Like, there's all those yeah, movies. Yeah, they just had, like, Haley Mills on contract, and she was pumping movies. Dr. Doolittle. I, I mean, again, they, they were just flooding the industry yeah. High for, like, musicals. three decades. Well, it's, that's the thing. It's, like, it's weird because a lot of those movies have a weird resonance with me because... The older I get, the more I realize that I, there is just a ma- there, were, there at least used to be a massive time lag of culture, like s- starting at the coast and radiating inward. Mm-hmm. So in a small town in Texas, I was watching like Apple Dumpling Gang in oh, yeah. like the late nine or mid nineties, thinking it was a new movie. Yeah, I think that was a thing though. I, I only so, think um, until recently people were watching things topically like that. Because huh. I yeah. the same way, I like I'd go to over I'm to like, a friend's house. Amigos. How am I going to find that? And yeah. someone would like someone would be like, oh, where. 
Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. I have Mary Poppins on VHS and it's a brand new VHS. And in my mind, it wasn't, that's an old movie. It was just, this is a boring movie. The <laughs> list you're looking at is color-coded, and there are some documentaries on there. Are you going to watch those? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, because there, there was a, um, Disney was bizarrely in its very early days, they like put out a bunch of like tourism-style things. What was mm. it? Uh, I'm telling you, they were Netflix. Caballeros and stuff? Oh, they yeah. were Netflix. They also had, they were. They, they had they some were really like, awesome, I don't know if they were, I think I only saw them on TV, those. but they, they did those like weird like, animated like in the future oh, like yeah. cars mm -hmm. will drive at the side of buildings mm -hmm. and your children will live in cubes Walt will live forever yeah, yeah. Walt this is where Walt's head will go Frank and Ollie was a what yeah 95 documentary film about the life and careers of Tom Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston two chief animators they did a documentary about their own animators weird hmm. I mean mm -hmm. they also did Waking Sleeping Beauty which is another documentary oh, yeah. about their their some of their greatest achievements and some of their darkest days well, they Ghost also the Abyss? did um oh, saving Mr. Cameron. Banks Oh yeah, they did they make that? Disney, I'm pretty sure Disney made Saving Mr. Banks. They must have. And because I mean, it's Tom Hanks. It's like, I'm Walt Disney. I just love movies so much that I just want them to be so great for our audiences whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie called African Cats. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. It's That's a newer recent. one, right? Yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah they, so there's I a lot here. They do I, a lot of these like like these animal documentaries where animals don't kill each other, which is. A little let, different. Let me from, know when you get yeah. to Dinosaur. Ooh. Just a movie called Dinosaur? Yeah. 2000s Dinosaur. Has a ride. Right? Oh, yeah. Has a ride in Orlando. Ew. No, it's gonna be let me know when you get to Shaggy now. Dog, Tim Allen's. Yeah. Uh, Max <laughs> Keeble's big move. So I guess the trick is that the reason that I like consuming garbage around a theme is that I find a narrative in, in either the passage of time or the passage of culture around those things. Bond is like, especially, because mm -hmm. it always reflects the situation it's put in. You know, like Star Wars comes out. Lo and behold, Bond's in space firing laser guns. Yeah. Um, and I think Moonraker is still probably the most, uh, like the highest grossing Bond movie ever. Maybe adjusted for inflation. Oh. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. Mm, I know maybe. it was the case for a long time. I don't but, know. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun to derive those particular conclusions. I'm not sure what I would get out of watching every Disney theatric, aside from just the march of time and and... I guess certainly Disney's like sine wave of production. Mm -hmm. Like they just blow it out. You've got yeah. three Mighty Certain Ducks ages. to get through. You have a movie where they exploit fat children. Oh, Holes? <laughs> no, wait. No. What's it? Heavyweights? Heavyweights, heavyweights. Yeah. That was Disney? I already saw it. Well, I, I didn't watch it. exploit fat in. children? I always thought that was funny because Ben Stiller was like, stop eating candy and exercise. And they're like, you're evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> Diabetes is your How problem. How could you do this to us? He's wait, like, that please. That was from oh, the I remember Blackbeard's yeah. Ghost. I'm what I think what would be weird is is <clears throat> kind of along the <clears throat> excuse me kind of along the lines of people realizing that uh, Homeward Bound was not an original movie, mm -hmm. realizing that Disney's been remaking the same films for about a hundred years. Because mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't know that darn cat was was came out in the sixties. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, sure, no one did. Monkeys go home. All right, man. Let's see what that's all about. They weren't they weren't strong enough to make uh, strong movies like. Uh, Wishbone. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, Monkey Bone. Sorry, Monkey I, Bone. I'll say this. The original Nutty Professor is actually pretty funny. Mm -hmm. One with Jerry Lewis? Yeah, it's uh. pretty funny. Mm -hmm. There's one point where he goes to the gym to work out. He's like, I'm going to try and get my life together. But every single exercise he does wrong. And at one time, he's like, I'm going to get these weights. And he goes, whoa. And they fall to the floor and his arms are still attached. He's like, gee, Willikers. Anyway. Well, I mean, I also. I'm buddy love. I remember that, that movie being awesome because it was one of the only times Jerry Lewis actually got to be cool. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was. Buddy he Love is pretty good. cool. Yeah. He's part, part of the Rat Pack, was he? Mm, no. <laughs> I think he hung out with him. He did. Oh, he was friends with Dean Martin. That's what it was, yeah. The one and only genuine original family band. 
Is that a title? Yes. Oh. The 1960 American musical. Oh, that's the problem. I want to get through a lot of musicals. Yep. Yeah, of course. Whoa. It's Disney. It's movies for everyone. It's Christianity without the God. The God is a mouse. Yeah, that's right. true. It's it's clean living and be good to one another and worship worship this. Uh, well, it's God in the same enterprise. way Hulk Hogan was about God. the boat nicks. He's like, take your vitamins, eat your breakfast, and pray. <laughs> the biscuit eater. You slip that one in there. <laughs> I don't think you mean it. Yeah, a lot of these movies sound borderline offensive. The biscuit yeah. eater, run cougar run. Well, I'm looking forward to your snowball reports, express. Your essays. You might. This is going to take you a very long time. One little yeah. Indian. And I also can't help but think that you'll never catch up with it based Stick off the continued release schedule that they have for Disney. Yeah, and, and I, I guarantee that not all of this trash is on Disney+, Plus. so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. It's going to yeah. come down to me like buying $20 DVDs on Amazon, and then I'll, mm. what am I going to do with that? Throw it in the trash. Watch them, resell them, get, donate them to your local library so other people can not watch them. I think even if you can do you 10% of that, yes. you will have achieved the same goal as doing. It's going to be so much work just to get to Tron, but I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say the work continues through Tron. <laughs> Watching Tron is part of the work. Yeah. And Tron was a failure. So, yes. Yeah. And continues to be a failure. <laughs> Except they're still making it. Not in new- Shanghai. Well, they're also making the roller coaster. Yeah. They're in, bringing uh, that to Disney World. Yeah. I found out. Mm. So we went on a trip to Disney World a couple weeks ago. And because of the way uh, GPS and search engine tracking knows they know that you went to a place and then it starts thinking you must care about this yeah. and so it started feeding me a ton of news stories about it and i found out that i guess within disney properties there is a licensing to other theme parks so within disney so shanghai for example has tron mm-hmm. they license that out with an exclusivity that that's why they don't have a tron anywhere else Oh. So they there's it depends on it, but like Tron had to exist in this park for five years before any other Disney park was allowed to build it. They like have these weird contractual things. So you know a lot of there's a lot of discussion about what are they going to do for Wild Animal Kingdom um, in Disneyland because no one is going to the rest of the park. Everyone's going to Pandora and that's it. Mm-hmm. So how do they get people? And they were like pitching a bunch of different things, um, but they're working on a Zootopia section in one of the Asian parks. And I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. It's animal related, but it's still like very broad, except that they have to wait until it's done, which I don't think is going to happen until 2020. And then it has like a five or six year exclusivity. Hmm. So even if they want to do that, they wouldn't be able to build it in any domestic parks until like 2026. We're going to get Wakanda. I guarantee you. (laughs) Yeah. When you're walking around that place, you're like, oh, well, this is going to be Wakanda. We, We went to Dino, Dino Land USA. And it's like Pandora, pretty packed. Other parts, pretty pa- like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of different places. Like we waited in a couple like hour long lines and stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. like to get on like you know N- N- Nepal's River Rapids and stuff. And we go to Dinoland USA, like you could hear a, a dime drop. You're just like, <laughs> it's just it's a ghost town. People mm-hmm. are like, hello, would you like to go on the dinosaur ride? We're like, how long's the line? No line. Yeah, <laughs> please. And it's just yeah, James just be like, gonna miss you. Yeah, you can see yeah. how it will literally be mm-hmm. redressed, a la Twilight Zone, to become a Marvel property. Yeah, so. As long uh, as the Rainforest Cafe is still in business. It's a booming. It's there. Thank God. You don't even need a ticket to the park to no, go you to the Rainforest Cafe. That's the best part about it. <laughs> it's the it's the best part of the whole park, and mm-hmm. you don't even have to buy a ticket to get mm-hmm. there. Yes. It's just right out in front. That's what we're going to say. It's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need some sort of gorilla yelling at me every <laughs> five minutes. Uh, Over your, like, what are your really specials today? <laughs> <laughs> and then the <laughs> thunderstorm. He's hits. like, hold on. 
The strawberry lemonade <laughs> is the summer beverage. I was, I was talking to, well, we also, we didn't go to the Margaritaville, but there was the Margaritaville <sighs> there. Um, but uh, I was talking to Aaron about it, and he was saying that uh, they play Margaritaville, I think, once every 20 minutes. Well, yeah, so you because, know where you are. Well, the idea is that you visit, and you're like, well, I want to hear Margaritaville. And then they play the three other Jimmy Buffett songs. But working, the, the, he, he talked to someone who, your brains out. Yeah. Well, he, he talked to someone who worked there, and like, so how many times do you hear the song? Like, at least a hundred times a day. Like it's just, and then there's always the people who came in for dinner or you know lunch or a drink or whatever. They're for half an hour. Like, yeah, Margaritaville. They never hear it again. They leave. They go home. But then the, the poor what guy. What about those of us that are sitting there for five hours because that's where we like. That's basically yeah. our library. Feels still, good to me. I still have never been inside it of Margaritaville. Like going home. Really? No. Oh, I've man. always walked by it and no one looks happy there. Yeah. Oh, that's it's the, not true. It's the best place to get day drunk. That's not true. It really fits the vibe. Everyone's happy at Margaritaville. Have you been to one? Yeah. Vegas. Vegas one's good. That's I haven't one. eaten there, but I've been through it because <laughs> they had air conditioning. I got a chip stuck in my throat at a Margaritaville. Mm -hmm. Dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheeseburger in paradise, which is probably on the menu. It has to be. <laughs> what else? I, anyway, we, we can stop talking. Yes, Sorry. We, well, it has yeah, we, to be. We've, we've kind of hit our runtime, so. Uh, yeah, we, we beat all of you uh, a cheeseburger in paradise this coming week. <laughs> Uh, waste away with us in Margaritaville. These man, we just talk about old shit on this podcast now. I got to keep it current, you know. Hocus but what's old is new again. again. That's true. Mm -hmm. So if we talk about Barefoot Executive, it's only because it's in the news. Yeah. When are they gonna remake that? Get Kurt Russell back. He can train a new Barefoot Executive. He's just in a movie this year. Where'd he go? Nowhere. Everyone's asking where's as Kurt as, Russell. As long as Tarantino's breathing, he's gonna be working. God bless. How, is Kurt Russell the only one who like? Probably thematically has covered the broadest range in terms of the films he's in because he's been in the he's cleanest an stuff star. and the roughest stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess Sacha, you'd have to Sacha compare Baron it Cone. to basically anyone else who has also had like a six decade career or whatever. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, what about um? Gosh, what's his name? Paul Rubens. So he was like child facing family content, also in Blow. Jack. Yeah, Goff, yeah. yeah. Trying to think about the the, the he, oh Amy he, Adams. Oh yeah. yeah. Going, okay. You know. Yeah. She's some Ella enchanted. Noc yeah. Nocturnal animals. Yeah. Yeah. Muppets. Yeah. And to the Paul Rubens thing. Yes, he was masturbating publicly in a porno theater. <laughs> what else he gonna do? I don't know. Same with Fred Willard. That. You know. Yeah. They were together. That's it was friend. a sting. They were trying to take Hashtag down. Hashtag let them jerk. Yeah. yeah. Let them jerk. That's uh, the dude soup challenge this week to for you to work no, on yourself and let them jerk. It's not. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. <laughs> Thanks for watching. See you next week. Today's word is jack off. Yeah. <laughs>